Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Romans. We're in chapter 3, looking at verses 7 and 8 specifically. But, according to Life Application Study Bible, the same question from verse 5 is posed again in verse 7 but in a different way. The root problem is in the people's misunderstanding of God's righteousness when he is patient to both unfaithful Jews and sinful Gentiles. So uh, Paul is letting the Jewish believers, uh, the Jewish readers know that you cannot condemn Gentiles uh, when both are in the same uh, predicament. Both need to rely on God's righteousness. So let's listen to verses 5 through 8, read from today's international version. But if our unrighteousness brings out God's righteousness more clearly, what shall we say? That God is unjust in bringing his wrath on us? I am using a human argument. Certainly not. If that were so, How could God judge the world? Someone might argue, uh, this is verse 7 through 8, someone might argue, if my falsehood enhances God's truthfulness and so increases his glory, why am I still condemned as a sinner? Why not say, as we are being slanderously reported as saying, and as some claim that we say, let us do evil that good may result. Their condemnation is just. Again, Romans chapter 3, verses 5 through 8, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcasts, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again is Romans chapter 3. Verses 7 and 8 read from today's New International Version. Paul's audience that he's speaking to. So he's talking about um, how God is going to, God is just. He's going to be patient with both the unfaithful Jew and the sinful Gentiles. So he's going to be faithful with the unfaithful Jews and us. We're sinful, we're sinful Gentiles. Because the scripture says there is none righteous, no, not one. And that would be only Christ who's righteous. So he's saying that we can't condemn each other because we are all in the same predicament. Um, Paul, the, Paul says, and he's um, raising a question as an imaginary questioner. If God will, be, will glorify himself through my lie, how can he judge me? since I seem to indirectly increase his glory. And that is a, a question that, you know, the world probably asks. 
that's probably a question like how is God going to get the glory through all of this that's going on as we look at all the things going on in the world how does God get the glory if I, as I look at even things in my life and it's uh, I can see how uh, some of the things helped someone so God got the glory I still had to deal with the punishment that went with disobedience but in the end, because of what I went through, because of choices I made, I still had to deal with, well, God still had to deal with me, put it that way. Even though my sin, he is a just God. He's going to deal with it. He's, um, uh, we, I can't stand in judgment of anyone because I'm in the same predicament as they are. And so Paul is saying that uh just be, don't do evil so that good will come this is a perversion of Paul's doctrine of justification by faith and, ex, and an extension of the objection of an Im, imaginary questioner if you take the thinking of Paul's adversary so far you may end up saying let's sin as much as we can so God can be glorified even more this shows us that one way that's one way to examine teaching and it extends its meaning and consequences to see where it would end up and of course let us do evil that good may come was not Paul's teaching it was slanderously reported that this is what he taught the gospel uh, that Paul preached was being misconstrued because he argued that obeying the law would not bring salvation Paul and possibly the Roman Christians had heard this objection from Jews who were accusing him of teaching lawlessness. Because remember, Paul said that the Gentiles, once they received Christ, didn't have to go through what uh, Jews went through, which was the circumcision and some of the other rituals and rites. They had to avoid meat sacrifice to idols. They had to avoid sexual uh, perversions perversion and other things and the Jews felt that well they're not uh, keeping our laws so how can they be saved but uh, so they're thinking Paul's teaching is um, he his teaching he, that Paul is teaching lawlessness and that lawlessness would be from the prophets and from the uh, Jewish perspective if Jews are Gentile Christians interpreted Paul's words that God is faithful despite people's faithlessness to mean that God's laws need not be followed, then they could reach an incorrect conclusion that the more that we sin, the better it is. Paul dismisses this perverse reasoning by saying those who say such things deserve to be condemned, and that's according to the Life Application Bible. Still, it is possible to see how this uh, accusation came as Paul freely preached forgiveness and salvation by grace through faith in Jesus, not works. If we find ourselves sometimes accused of preaching the gospel that is too open and too centered on faith, faith and grace and God's work, then we find ourselves in good company with Paul. And then Paul says that if you think this is so, then your justification is just. He did not even answer such an absurd twisting of his gospel. 
of God's gospel. His, he simply says to those who would teach such things or accuse him of uh, teaching them that their condem- condemnation is just because God rightly condemns anyone who teaches or believes such a thing, twisting the glorious free gift of God in Jesus is a is not into a supposed license to sin is perhaps the peak of man's depravity it takes the most beautiful gift of god and perverts it and mocks it it's this twisting is so sinful paul saves it for last because it is beyond the pra- the, the depravity of the uh, pagans read in Romans chapter 1 verses 24 through 32 beyond the hypocrisy of the moralist in Romans chapter 2 verses 1 through 5 and beyond the false confidence of the Jews in Romans chapter 2 verses 17 through 19 let's pray father we thank you for your word We thank you that even as we read this section and look at our own lives, that some things that we've done, Father, are not according, not godly. I'll just say it's some of the choices in our lives that we've made have not been godly. But we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for the glorious gift that we have in Jesus Christ. Father, we pray for those who need you in a special way. We pray for those that are um, in war-torn areas. We pray for those who are on their sick beds. We pray for those who are dealing with the death of a loved one. Uh, uh, We're praying for those who need you for other things, financial blessings, for um, whatever the needs are, Father. We're We're praying for them and thanking you in advance that we know that you hear and answer prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.